All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh, only seen here out of Indie Music Studios. And we're welcoming the return of the icon, Mr. Jimmy Farrow. <laughs> Jimmy! <laughs> Yo, what's up? Mr. ESPN. You made your yeah. debut on ESPN. How was that, Jimmy? Jimmy, first of all, it's so great to see your face. It's been a long time. Thank you, thank you. Miss you too. Uh, wait a second, though. Weren't you with me on ESPN, big guy? Yeah, that is true. I did see you on yeah. ESPN. That's right. I forgot. Yeah, you did. I'm just so I'm yeah. so elated to have you back. You're settled <laughs> yeah. in Florida. I feel yeah. like it's been a, uh, a lunar eclipse in a year since the last time we've been together, my friend. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been four months, I think, and several hours, but who's counting? Well, it's been a while. It, has, it has. It has. I'll give you that much. Yeah, it has been it's a while. A tornado, a tornado, a tornado showed up. I don't know if you've heard about all the good things I bring along with me besides the collapse and the tornado, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all right. Can you, uh, can you share that little tornado story, Jimmy? Um. Well, you're a Skinner fan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's something that I never forgot when uh, when when the plane was going down. When unfortunately Leonard Skinner with the plane crashed in '77. When the plane was going down, legend has it that Van Zant, you know, slowly got up, walked to the back of the, sat in the back seat or somewhere towards the back. I can't be specific because I don't know. Dropped his hat a little bit and basically said, when it's your time, it's your time. This twister came in the middle of the night here in Panama City Beach, Florida, and you could hear it coming. And it's something wicked this way comes for sure. I, I, I walked outside, I looked, and I'm like, wow. And you know what, Mike, you'd be proud of me. You know what the first thought I had was? I got to go back to bed. I got to go to work in the morning. <laughs> now, wait, the news didn't tell you guys that this was coming? The news did tell us that this was coming. Yeah, the phones the phones started uh, waking everybody up, you know, in the middle of the night. I mean, we knew something was coming even the night before they had closed the bridge out here to Panama City. And uh, it was pretty freaky. It was pretty freaky. Uh, you know, people I, I know, good people were affected by it. You know, it was, I don't know how some of them made it through it, but they did. And... Uh, I'd like to think things are things are the same all over when it comes to people because when bad things happen, I'd like to think it brings out the good in people because I definitely saw a lot of uh, caring, which was really amazing to me, you know. And I had escaped, you know, the blizzards and the snow and everything else, and all of a sudden, Mike, there's a twister, you know, a couple of blocks from my house. Heavy stuff, man. Well, I'm I'm glad you're okay. So. Jimmy, thank you. We're gonna get rolling yeah. on this. I'm very excited. Our first show back together. Um, I'm gonna do a few things. We're gonna take a quick commercial break, and then we got a lot to talk about. The people have been waiting for you for a long time. Let's do it, man. All right, we'll be back after this commercial break. Sir, ah. Manscaped, uh-huh. uh, you know, 
Have you tried the new equipment that's been sent? I'm afraid because it says weed whacker. <laughs> I'm scared. Maven, Manscaped. What are you thinking about Love Manscaped, it. dude? You Love it. it. What do you use it for? Necessity. <laughs> what don't I use it for? Put it this way. <laughs> the only hair I have on my entire body is these eyebrows yeah. that oh. you see. These wow. caterpillars racing to the middle of my nose. That's it. That is it. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I have. And that's all I want. That's the so pick. Manscaped there, is you, a must. We were talking before the show. There's nothing worse than just hair. Yeah. Right? Hair on a woman, hair on a man. It's just bad. Absolutely. And it's the one thing that the older I get, it starts growing more in unwanted areas. Absolutely. I hate it. I'm going to ask you a question. Uh-oh. Just going to go out there. Oh, boy. Go for it. You're doing a deed. Yes. <laughs> Again, I don't want you to admit this because we, as men, we try not to admit this. But if you're going to oh, go do a deed it. on a woman, I know would you rather have her be hairless or a little hair, racing stripe, or <laughs> racing stripe. full retro bush? <laughs> racing well, stripe. Retro bush is out. Yes, thank you. Retro bush is out. Yeah. Um, I don't mind a small, well-manicured landing strip. <laughs> Every now and then, if it's completely, and I'm talking like baby's ass bald mm. then i i start where is that pedophilia line that i'm that i'm i don't, I don't wow. want to wander into that that's very interesting like that. i never thought about wow. that you're a smart dude Holy shit. so if the landing strip is clean enough for the plane to go in smoothly you're cool with that if the landing strip is has like i said well manicured yeah. you yeah. can see both sides it's not like blinking lights on both sides of that landing? i just don't i don't want <laughs> you know i don't want the shrubbery going off into yeah. Unwanted areas on that gotcha. as well. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, look but, what you found. Ooh. I got to be all honest gotcha. though. Hey, the, ah. the, the older <laughs> I get though, I don't. I think I don't think I can be as. Uh, I as, found as, it. Have, I found have it. Have you ever gone down there and like just like you, she slowly brings down the underwear? Then what is retro? Just Absolutely. Retro? You're like whoa. Wow. Yeah, like I'm 46, like it pops out. Do you like walk out or what do you do? No, I, try, I muster through. I muster up the courage. It is a trooper. Yeah. He's a trooper. I give him an yeah, uh, not, all, not all heroes wear capes. Yeah, I, there you no, go. I hear you. Uh, <laughs> there you listen, go. Can't, I couldn't. I Super couldn't Bush. say. I couldn't say. Well, <laughs> if you have the same beliefs as Maven does, Manscaped could help you. Absolutely. The weed whacker. Absolutely. What are you thinking? I'm thinking that I may have to like you know go in a room, close the door, and hang out with the weed whacker for a little while. Yeah, I think you're a retro guy, aren't you? I like 70s adult films, if that's what you're getting at. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but with that, Ron we're going to take a quick Batman. commercial break, and we'll be back with this wrestling icon, Maven. We will see you in a dropkick second. A uh, dropkick. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. Jimmy, internet connection looks better. We had to do a quick commercial, just get that reestablished. Jimmy, good, I'm so good. glad to have Yo. you back on. Yeah, glad to be here. Did we lose the whole first uh, conversation? Do, sure, I should just say it all over again. Uh, well, I would like you to share about your uh, excursion uh, with that whole tornado thing. I want to make sure people heard it. It was a pretty scary deal. Yeah, uh, I'll spare the uh, Leonard Skinner story. Uh, we'll try to like make it a little shorter here. Uh, basically, uh, the twister hit in the middle of the night. You know, I walked outside. I mean, I could hear it coming. Uh, the we were warned about it. The phone started going off and stuff. We knew about it the night before. They closed the bridge to the city, you know, the night before, and uh, it just it was just something wicked. This way comes. What a great uh, way to put it. Uh, you just started hearing stuff being thrown around and stuff crashing, and and it was close. It got very close to where uh, Karen and I are. It was basically blocks away, 
and uh, good people that we, you know, n you know, that we knew, uh, you know, were affected terribly by it. Uh, there's a couple of folks that I can't believe they're even with us, much less they weren't even bruised somehow, yet their whole house was torn to pieces. Um, and again, I'd like to say that, you know, I, I, I'd like to believe that things are the same all over, whether it's here, whether it's New York, whether it's Texas, wherever it is, whether it's Montana, you know, that people, you see the good in people when something like this happens. And it kind of gave uh, a realist like me, because I was raised a realist, it kind of gave me like a, a little jolt of, you know what, maybe it's not so uh, so bad out there. People do come through during the worst of times, and it was good to see. The human race isn't so bad after all. Well, I won't go that far. I mean, didn't you see the end of Planet of the Apes? <laughs> well, what were you sitting on the beach after Tornado? They finally did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they finally did do it. No, it was weird. I went back to bed. I, I was like, I got to go to work. You know, what am I going to do? Go out there? Hey, I'm the Pharaoh. Hey, stop, Tornado. <laughs> Forget it, you know. If, I if mean, anyone didn't how... catch us, we were on ESPN Florida where we spoke about the Royal Rumble, which we'll talk today. Uh, that was a yeah. great experience. Yeah, the great coach Brian, yes, on 104.3 out here in Northwest Florida, ESPN. Good stuff, Mike. That was great. That, that was, was great to, to just be talking with you again, I you know? know. That I was know. that was priceless unto itself. So I was thinking, you know, a lot of things have happened since you left New York, and we're trying to get this yeah. whole thing reestablished again. The fabulous yeah. – I was thinking about you last week. The fabulous ones uh, were on. Man. What were you thinking about the fabulous ones? Did you – you know, tell me your thoughts on the fabulous ones. Well, first of all, can I just say Steve Kern really impressed me, okay? Mm. Because after what we went through with Mr. <laughs> Kern, I, I was amazed. I was like, you know what? He is Christian. I mean, he's being such a nice guy. You know what I mean? I was like, that's cool. So that was cool. That's what I was thinking. You know all right, we might have lost Jimmy there for a second. He froze again. Do you, do you think he hit his button? <laughs> we'll get this. He might have hit something on his phone when he's looking at his hand right there. Don't worry, guys. We'll get through it. If he, he hears me, he'll just reconnect. Um, <laughs> just in the middle of a, I guess, I guess God, <laughs> I don't This is just too funny, man. <laughs> yeah, he probably hit something, but, um. I guess we'll get back with Jimmy in a second. So, guys, we were on ESPN um, in Florida. It was really cool. Um, Jimmy spoke about uh, a little football, and then we I came on and we spoke about the Royal Rumble. Um, uh, we, you know, and we made our predictions, which we'll make our predictions here. I'm sure Jimmy's connection is fine right now. We just got to get him back signed on. Um I, I found out that I missed a 30 because we're trying. There he is. He's back. Um, All right. What's, go, what's going on? There's no tornadoes here. No, you must, you must, I bet you you hit something when you were flailing your hands. I touched absolutely nothing, not even myself. <laughs> what the? What? Back to the. Me, we're going to try this I'm again. I'm not smart enough to make a mistake like that. What We're going to try this again. About? The fabulous ones. What are we thinking? <laughs> I'm thinking that they were great, and I, I was pissed that I missed it, and Steve Kern is your real Christian, and it was great. i got to make it quick just in case I, I cut out again. <laughs> now we're speed talking. We'll speed talk the yeah. hour. 
Yeah. On the Royal well, Rumble, you know who's going to win. We all know it. See you later. See you next week. <laughs> Bye. Um, Bye. We had later. Missy Beefcake in last yeah. week. I was also thinking, man, what would Jimmy do with this? But before you go with it, Jimmy, I'm going to play you a little video that Missy sent me before the show. <laughs> I want to see what you think. Ruh-roh. Ruh-roh. Well, the shit's coming down. It's going to hurt inside. <laughs> Six foot two hair extensions are tied. Oh, oh no. Why'd you hurt my man? Cause I hurt your pride? You broke bro code, so don't try and hide. You are a real shitty friend. And it's not right. That that might be the greatest thing I've ever seen. What was that? That was oh, Missy Beefcake. I'm ready to tear my shirt. I'm like, what? <laughs> what did well, you think? Let th me tell you something, brother. That video was absolutely fire, dude. Fire. What did you What did you think of Missy Beefcake last week? She was unloading some bombs. What What did I think? Uh, hold on. <clears throat> Mike, you gotta take that video down. <laughs> Mike. I'm calling you again, and again, and again. And if anyone doesn't know it, that's Jimmy Farrow's impression of Greg the Hammer Valentine. Because this week has been nothing but Greg Valentine telling me to take videos down. <laughs> Dude, Jimmy, what did you. we get ourselves into, man? I'll Please tell you what explain. we got ourselves. We got ourselves into having our hopes and dreams crushed. That's what we got into because we loved these guys when we were kids. But like at this point where, you know, you're you're afraid of your you're very she won't let me back in the house. You got to take the video down. I can't. And by I, the way, I Jimmy, can't. I don't know if you know this, but, you know, Joe, what a day he's on a channel. Yeah, sure. So Joe, what a day went to school with Missy Beefcake. If you didn't know. Oh, OK. He's All only right. said how it 5000 times. How How'd that work out for Joe? I don't know. We got away from the say it 6,000 times, so we, we definitely understand that he went to the did same he, did, high school. Did he, he, did, he have a commemorative, did he have a commemorative belt made for the occasion? <laughs> what a day! What a day! I like Joe, by the way. You know, sorry, Joe. I'm just messing around. You better, you better know that. But He might uh, get upset. Yeah. He might be I don't want him to get upset. He'll start calling you like Valentine. <laughs> Take that video down. And by the way, I went to Mike. school with Missy Beefcake. <laughs> oh, okay, leave it up. <laughs> so we were, we were uh, you and I were talking about uh, on the phone this week. I asked you, yeah. and you were really good at this. I, I really felt like everybody had to hear your take. So, yeah. I'm a little I'm a little behind, so everybody forgive me. But I decided to watch the Ronnie James Dio document documentary last week with my wife, and uh, ah. now it's it's over a year old, so I'm sure other people saw it. But it was so moving. But I realized as I was watching it, as long as I've known Jimmy and as both of us love music and yeah, like all the same types of music. I don't think we ever had a conversation about Ronnie James Dio. And I said to Jimmy, what'd you think of Ronnie James Dio? Here you go, Jimmy. It's all you, baby. 
Well, I find it amazing that we never really talked about Ronnie James Dio because I can guarantee you we definitely listened to him together once or twice when we were in our teens back in the day. Uh, Ronnie James Dio is so underappreciated, not to the folks who know how great he is, but to the music world in general. Sure, everybody knows Eddie Van Halen, everybody knows Ozzy, everybody knows Metallica, yada, yada, yada. Ronnie James Dio was probably outside what well, you know what in the in heavy metal he's probably the most powerful well-ranged voice i can think of in heavy metal he just had such a full powerful voice and if you saw him live he was he was a small man in stature but he would open that throat of his and it was it really was a medieval king of some sort it, it just and somehow he was able to pull off in all of his songs the images of castles and the Renaissance and the dragons and everything and make it feel like you were actually there. And that's what a great artist does. He paints a picture. And Ronnie knew what his thing was. And boy, oh boy, it got better and better. He started in Rainbow with Richie Blackmore. Three great albums. Then he goes to Black Sabbath, replacing Ozzy. And those albums are fantastic. Two albums with... The great Tony Iommi and Black Sabbath. Then he then he goes on and does his own solo career. What? Rainbow in the Dark. Everyone knows that. Holy Diver. Last in line. This guy should be in the Hall of Fame. I don't. But there's a lot of you know the Hall of Fame's a joke anyway. But uh, I'm in Koloff. Um, you know it's it's he's one of the absolute all time greats. And what makes it even better, you'd never really hear anything bad about the man. Real saint. B forty says Faro. Great Dio story. He was stuck in traffic. Um, with his wife, Dio, Don't Talk to Strangers came on, and he started doing the Dio hand motions, and his wife hid under the dashboard. She hid under the dashboard to Don't Talk to Strangers? Well, I guess because before he was doing the whole, you know, that. Oh, that no, he's doing that Satan gesture. <laughs> you know what's funny, you know, though? I got, kicked out, I got kicked out of the house for that sort of music, but you already know that. I do know that. Here's the thing, yeah, though. I, yeah. I asked you, and then I said, oh, I better back off because I know what an Aussie fan you are. And I was like, "Yeah, was Dio a better performer and singer than Aussie?" And I said that to you, and then you were going, starting to go full Pharaoh on me. I had to pull out. Right. I mean, is, am right. I out of line for saying, like, no. No, Dio no, no, was no, more no, talented? No, no, no. Here, here, the, here's the argument if you're, if you're pro-Dio. Technically, Ronnie's voice is superior. It is. Ronnie can be super smooth and angelic and then just sound like a raging dragon. Uh, he has um, impeccable range and power control. He always did. Ozzy is underrated in his vocal capabilities, but he is not Ronnie James Dio technically. As far as the performer goes, Ronnie's fine, but nobody touches Ozzy. Ozzy's, I mean, well, you could say some, some would be in the ballpark, of course, but Ozzy Osbourne, I do believe, has... A better, this is funny saying this, but it's the truth. Ozzy has a better look. Ozzy has a better aura as far as bigness. Ronnie was huge, don't get me wrong. But, but you're, look, if we're talking Hogan and Savage, I'm very comfortable saying that Ozzy's Hogan and Dio is Savage. I'm, in the metal terms, I'm, I'm very comfortable with that. Great analysis. Speaking of the Hulkster, yeah. 40 years of the Hulk, man. Our favorite. Or at least close to our favorite. I know he's he's my, mine. Yeah, I'm not no, sure where he ranks my, with you. Yeah. What's that? No, he's he's number one, Mike. Come on. He's number one. He always will be. I can't believe it's 40 years. Does this mean we're old? 
I think so. I mean, what are your first memories of Hogan and then Hulkamania? Well, Hogan, the first time I, I gazed upon the Immortal One, he was he was a bad guy. He was a villain in, in 1980 with Fred Blassie as his manager. And he had, uh, you know, he had had a feud with Andre. It's it's funny that that never really gets talked about much, but it should. I loved his little uh, feud with Andre. You know, I think he, he was great. And I always thought to myself from the very first moment I saw him, why is he not champion? Right away. It didn't mm. matter if it was his first time, first match coming into the WWF. I, he looked like a champion. And he was a great bad guy. You know, he was a great bad guy then before, way before the NWO years and years later. Hulk Hogan never, I don't care if you don't like him, but you can't ignore the facts. Hulk Hogan always had it. Always. Always had it. He came in as a big-time bruiser, and he was scary. He was big, and he had Blassie, and he was pretty evil. He was. I'm trying he didn't to even remember, have to say much. Did, did he face Backlund at the Garden or the Spectrum? I can't remember because yeah, he, he did. No, he, well, it's a little before I got you into it, Mike, when he came around. Because you, 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 I completely link with the Cobra Clutch Challenge when we really got into it. But right. uh, he was around a little bit before that. You know, he was at the Shea Stadium card, like I said, and that was right before I basically met you. You know, and then the rest is history. But yeah, he fought Backland, and uh, I think he won by countout several times because. They didn't. I don't even think Vince Senior wanted to, you know, have him lose, lose. I, Hogan was Andre the Giant worthy right from the start. You know what right. I'm saying? When when you're in that ballpark and you can main event with Andre the Giant, and people are wondering if Andre can really beat him, that, you know, it's different. I mean, Andre usually wrestled even the biggest names. He was twice the size of. He was not twice the size of Hulk Hogan. And make no mistake, in 1980, Hulk Hogan was immense. Most of the wrestlers weren't even close to his size. Let's get real here. You know what I mean? As far as what Vince Sr. was offering. Okay? When Hogan came in, it was like, oh, my God, who is this guy? If I, if I remember it right, right before the start of Hulkamania, obviously he's in the AWA. You and me aren't. I think we kind of got a little, um, and I, I don't want to speak for you, but I thought we kind of got away from wrestling a little bit. I, I remember us talking later on when we find out that the Iron Sheik defeats Bob Backlund. The reason I found out is I looked in the Daily News and they used to have a little section where they just gave the results, and I'm like, what? This can't be right. And I think you said you went through the same thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, did we get away from girls because of uh, I mean, from wrestling, because the girls, drugs, both, and if it's me, or what what made us get away from I, all I that? Think, I think it was the girl thing, right? It was like we didn't have time the for the wrestling thing anymore. Yeah. And, you know, with all right. due respect, later on we find out after we have him in studio how much we truly loved him. I think we were a little right. worn out on Bob Backlund. Yeah, well, he held the belt for forever. I mean, I was shocked. I was absolutely shocked. He drop it. But you know what I do clearly remember about Hogan being in the AWA, being very frustrated that he wasn't AWA champion. Don't you remember me talking about that? Because I do. I remember reading the magazines and, like, that he won the title, but then they took the title from him. But, you know, right. I, I remember 
you and me were identified in the school as being two guys that loved pro wrestling in a school yeah. that made fun of pro wrestling, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, you know, I always pick out certain yep. times. I remember, you know, my father hated pro wrestling. And as stupid as it sounds, when Jimmy Snooker took down three dogs and five cops and it was in the <laughs> Daily News, I was like, you see, Dad? No, you know. But if we remember when Rocky Three came out, everybody was a huge Rocky fan. And even though Rocky right. Balboa was this fake character, right. I remember going to Rocky Three with the whole school at the Elwood Movie Theater. And we're sitting there, and I'm cheering Hogan on right. as everybody's right. cheering on Rocky Balboa. Right. And, and right. Hogan makes this great showing, and I was just like, I'm a Hogan fan. Yeah. Well, I always, actually, I always was a Hogan fan, but, but I agree with you. Rocky Three made me way more of a Hogan fan, and let's face it, made basically everybody a Hogan fan, right? I yeah. mean... It, he brought so much attention to everything that Junior was getting ready to cook up. It was the perfect storm. It was the perfect timing. And it doesn't hurt that, unlike No Holds Barred, Rocky Three is a great movie. And it's still great all these years later. Go ahead, kill me because you love No Holds Barred. Go ahead. I do love No Holds Barred, man. <laughs> I do. Uh, <laughs> What's so with you with that movie? It's terrible. I, anyway, I think when Hogan finally beats a Sheik, right now, yeah. wrestling's changed forever, and now right. I'm full out Hulkamaniac, right? Posters yeah. on the wall, working out oh, like yeah. a maniac because I want to be Hulk Hogan, and yeah. uh, not me, but yeah, literally still want, dating, still wanting to be like Hulk Hogan without the weights. But go ahead, <laughs> literally dating a girl, going to a bar because I would stay uh, you. like I'd give her money to go to the bar while I was watching Saturday Night's main event. <laughs> And I remember when Bundy, like, broke his ribs before WrestleMania 2, and I'm literally about to cry because Hulk Hogan's right. ribs are broken. I mean, right. and, you know, I'm not a young kid anymore. I'm like a friggin', right. like, 17, I think. I forget what didn't, I was. Didn't you Didn't you go home after that? Like, I, I got to go. Hulk Hogan broke his ribs. <laughs> yes, I'm, yeah, like, exactly. So you give her money and leave her at the bar? I. Jimmy, I can't believe she cheated on me. What are you doing? What are you thinking? That's unbelievable, bro. I still love that story. It is unbelievable that she cheated on me after that. How dare she? I, can't, I, I don't know. I don't, the next thing I knew, this chick was asking me if I wanted a drink, and she had 40 bucks. I don't, I don't know what happened. I, you you, no, you, know you what used it, my 40 bucks. I'm sorry, man. The things that come out live on the air in front of millions. Oi. <laughs> What are you going to do? Hence, now, that's why I didn't talk I... to Jimmy for 27 years after that. Would you stop it? <laughs> you went to the Army and I went to hell. I, I feel pretty good for somebody who's been there and back. Come on. But uh, one more thing about Hogan, though. You know, here's a memory from me. At uh, WrestleMania Six with Hogan Warrior, right? Uh, at the time, I was driving a truck. And at the company I worked at, and we had a party. And everybody, all the young guys got together. And even some of the young girls, they were into the wrestling. So, which was great. So we're watching these matches, and here comes Hogan Warrior, and I'm the only in the room. Hogan Warrior, are so red hot. It's WrestleMania six. Everybody's rooting for the Warrior, right? I'm rooting for Hogan. We know what happens. Great match, classic. Blah blah blah. blah. Hogan loser, right? Everyone is celebrating. You know, I got to piss on this parade, right? I simply said, okay, okay. All have your 
tonight. Go ahead. Yuck it up. I said, you want to know what the future fucking Jabro... It's right there in the yellow and red because he's still going to mean something in 10, 15 years. And that guy's going to be a flash in the pan. And everybody got real mad at me. But I was kind of right, kind of. I won't call the great ultimate warrior flash in the pan now, but I was really mad because I had mm. felt like, you know, they made the wrong decision. I guess I was thinking business-wise. To me, Hogan is going to still be great. And then I was right years and years later with Hogan Rock when everybody was picking on, oh, he ruined WCW. He has no more box office draw. His time is done. Blah, 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 blah. And then what was that, Mike? 75, 80,000 people up in uh, Canada went yeah. absolutely berserk and said, no, we're rooting for the bad guy. This didn't happen back then, folks. We're rooting for Hulk Hogan because we love him and we remember all he gave to us over all the years. Kick his ass, get the rock. How great, how great that Hogan could do this at that age, decades and decades into his career and almost at the end, where the fans do say, you know something? We do appreciate you. You were great. I don't, I, I don't mean to shit on any of the wrestlers, but if you think of the greatest matches of all time, and when I mean matches, yeah. matches that meant something, forget about wrestling matches. I don't care about that, right? Just that meant anything. And Hogan, if you did a top 10, Hogan's in five. You know what I mean? Uh, I could see him being in five of a lot of folks' lists. Uh, Of course, as you said, it's really generational. The the kids today would probably not have Hogan on any of their matches. I mean, have you stopped to think about that? That kind of makes me nauseous. But that is true. To each his own. To each his own, to every generation their own. Uh, also, I will say, if, if a wrestling match happens to have great wrestling moves in it, and it's great, and, and I'm totally engaged by the storyline and everything, then that's fine, too. But Hogan, to me, he's got, he's got so many legendary matches, way more than most people. Most people who've been in this business. And if they think that he doesn't, then they're just being historically ignorant. Look, I was not a huge Bret Hart fan. Am I going to sit here and tell anybody with a straight face that Bret Hart doesn't have a handful of some of the greatest matches ever? No, because I love those matches. Doesn't mean I have to like his character or be into him, you know? So let, let people have their opinion. Hulk Hogan is the greatest historically. Whether you believe it or not is fine. But I know it in my heart. Hulk Hogan did more than anybody. He changed this business. He flipped it upside down. And everybody today that does well in this business owes a debt to the immortal one. But the one thing, though, Jimmy, I saw, I was watching an old Saturday Night Live when, before WrestleMania one. He's a yeah. terrible actor, man. I mean, he is oh, he's all- the worst actor he's, he's, of all time. He's not a good He's never. He never was a good actor. I mean, it's it's funny. His okay. How about this? If you have to rate how Hogan was in Rocky Three, I would say he was serviceable. Well, he's but a that's wrestler. The best he wasn't. It was no stretch there. He was serviceable. And wait, but I mean, for the role, he was serviceable. You never got anything better from him after that. As a matter of fact, it was just every episode was like Abe Lincoln on Star Trek. <laughs> wait a minute. Hogan wasn't serviceable. He's below in Rocky Three. if you think about it. Come on. I'm going to break him in half. I mean, come on, man. It's just bad. 
Yeah, bad. I guess you're right, because Stallone is the one I always quote. Hey, why don't you say we make this look good? I push you, you push me. <laughs> hey, he ain't playing. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, it was Stallone made it, but you know, Hogan did, like you said, he did his job in that film. But everything at what Thunderbirds in Paradise? Oh my he God, just, he's just awful, man. man. You know, it's a, it's <laughs> a, terrible. it's amazing how it's bad terrible. a person can be as an actor. Like, you have yeah. to try really hard to be that bad. But you know, iconic line, I smell Dookie. Uh, we all love that. God. So, Jimmy, yeah, I'm going to jump to another do, subject with you, right? The wrestling experts out there, yeah. we got AEW going on, WWE. And the new flag bearer yeah. that's going on now is, why is there tribalism? Why can't you just enjoy both organizations? And I say, ha, pooey to that, right? Because, you know what? You're a Yankee fan, you hate the Red Sox, you know? You're an Islander fan, yeah. you hate the Rangers. Listen, right. you could watch right. AEW, but... Why can't you pick a team? Back in the day, I, I it was got, WCW against WWE. Right, right. I got to ask you a question, though. Who came up with tribalism? Who's, who, who, where did that term come from, please? It's been around for a long time. Is it in regards to wrestling? No, 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 no. I'm not asking about how long the word has been around. I'm, right. trying, I'm asking who decided to apply the word tribalism to what wrestling company I watch? I. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's been it's been. A, I the thought it was. Mantra. I thought you were gonna tell me it was that. I thought you were gonna tell me it was that schmuck from Queens. All right. I mean, for no, a second. No, that no, you can't like... give him that kind of credit, man. No way. No way. Why not? <laughs> it was surreal. I was suddenly playing myself. Man. Oh my nah, he's tribal. No. What, what, what does it matter? If you root for one or the other, you can root for both. But I, I, I've never done that. I still enjoy if a wrestling company has got a certain good thing going on, like New Japan back in the day when they had Nakamura, Ibushi, and yeah, you know, or or when WCW had the NWO. Yeah, I enjoy it. But I guess it's you know something. What blows my mind, Mike, is is how is it that some people who are from New York or who are from the East Coast and grew up with Vince McMahon WWF product. Want the competition to win? The hell is wrong with you? Why don't you just move to Boston, call yourself a Red Sox fan, and have a nice life? And I don't up. get it. Yeah, you're right, Jimmy. Really it's been a while. I want to. I want to give a shit yeah. out. Uh, a shit out. A shout out a to everybody out? out there. A shit out to everybody out there. We've got <laughs> B40 in the house. B40. What up? What the first up, lady B40. wrestling, Maria Davis. Ah, uh, Maria. Wow. What is up, Maria? R.J. Hudson. Nice. R.J., what's going on? Little Patty. Good to see everybody. Good to see everybody. Little Patty's hanging out. Excellent. Jason Morning. Excellent. Who else? Jason Morning. The Very player, good. Benny Scali. The He's the new the 30 champion, I heard. Oh, Benny. Benny, uh, the imitation is the best form of flattery. The player. Beth Harper. What's up, Beth? Wait a second. I, someone's got to fill me in. Beth Harper's very fond of uh, the player. From That's what, what I, I hear. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. I'm so confused. Someone's got to fill me in. Go ahead. Who's next? Davio. What else we got? Who else we got? Davio. Davio. There he is. What's up, guys? So great to be able to say hello. Matt Sharkey. Matt Sharkey. Uh, what a great last name. Sharkey. That's perfect. That's um, perfect. Let's see who else we got here. I said RJ, Jason Morning. Um, let me see, man. Uh, Where's Matthew the Holland. Where's... Matthew Holland, Matt, uh -oh. my friend. Uh-oh. 
How you doing, Matt? What's going on, bro? How, how's Matt been? Does Matt still, like, write crazy comments, Mike, or is Matt, like, you know, leveled? What's going on? Um, Matt, I'm friends with on Facebook. He, he, he has a couple of problems with his parents and his brother, like, every day. Oh, well, I can relate. <laughs> Boy, can I, Matt, no, I, Matt, I totally understand you. It's all good, bro. <laughs> Yard Ape also here. The legendary Yard Ape. Where is the president? What's up, Yard Ape? Where is the president? Where is Mr. DeCessere? Phil's in the house. He might have went to sleep Mr. already, though. Mr. Phil. He's old like us. He, he, he fell asleep? What, a new diet supplement? The guy's jacked. What's I he know. doing falling asleep? All right, buddy. Here's something else. Net yeah. Netflix nabs the WWE Monday Night Raw from USA Network for a $10 million, uh, $5 billion deal, 10 years. Netflix. Raw. How does that make the Pharaoh feel? You know I love this, right? you got to love this, right, Mike? I'm dying to hear your opinion first because I, you got to love this. First of all, did you five b b b b b billion? Five billion? billion dollars. I, it's just, once again, Mike, how many times have we seen it in our lifetime that the WWE sees something before everybody else does it and does it? How many times, you know? This is fan. This is amazing. This is going to be great for them. It's also going to be great for Netflix. <laughs> they wouldn't have given up five billion dollars if they didn't think it would. You know what I, you know? I was thinking, this Jimmy? Is great for I was pro, thinking, great for pro wrestling. How many people, when it's all said and done, yeah. and they look back at their lives that worked for Vince McMahon, should be yeah. kissing that dude's ass? He's made <laughs> millions and billionaires for so many people that have worked for that company. Yeah. I mean, don't you wish we were puckering? I got to be honest. That would have been great to work with Vince back in the oh day. Oh, my God. Are you, you know? kidding me? I wish I was setting up we rings back then. We would have made a hell of a tag team. Would we yeah. have called ourselves Monty and the Farrell, though? Or what would we have called ourselves? Monty and the Farrell. I think we'd be Monty and the Farrell. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, I think that would work. But I would probably have to do the bulk of the beating and then tag you because you'd come in and clean house because you're bigger than I am. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, man. You got the charisma. All right, Jimmy. Yeah, I, I take the beating. <laughs> I think about a year ago, you, the Bartman, myself, sitting in my house, watching the Royal yeah. Rumble. Cody comes yeah. out. You're pumped up. Cody wins the Rumble. Sure. I'm Absolutely. sitting there thinking the Rock's going to come out. I had some inside information. Didn't pan out properly. But we later find out. <laughs> Inside information. Laters find out that That's The Rock great. was going to be at WrestleMania. Yeah. Now we're at Royal Rumble 2024. Mm -hmm. Jimmy, we're going to go match by match. I want, I want to get your yeah. predictions. And where sure. are we going sure. with this whole thing? Because I got to be honest. Now wait with you. a minute, though. I don't. I don't like to make predictions. You always. Why do you make me guess a scripted show? Oh, I got it right. I knew what they were going to do. And let me tell you what they're going to do in Yellowstone for the second half of the season because I got inside information. Well, let, let, <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> let's, put, let's just do it this way. What do you want to yeah. see happen? Okay? That All right. makes sense take me to Jimmy by match and I tell you what. Take me match by match like you said. And if I got a whim to say this one's definitely winning, I'll throw it out there. Okay. All right. We'll start off the United Hit States it. champions. Logan Paul versus Kevin Owens. 
Um, I like the matchup. Sometimes I get frustrated for, as a Kevin Owens uh, fan and have been forever that, you know, he's, he's going to lose. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's going to put on a great match. They're going to kill each other. It's going to be awesome. Logan Paul is fantastic. Uh, huge Logan Paul guy. Love, love him on the microphone. Love his aura. Love his skill. He's, he's great before he had any nerve to be great, but there he is. He's great. Uh, he's going to win. He's going to retain because a bigger match awaits him at WrestleMania to be determined. You know, what do you think? Um, I think you can't get away from Logan Paul right now. Um, it only no. makes business sense You're going into WrestleMania, like you said. Um, yeah. You know, Logan Paul has a bunch. I mean, when we won ESPN, I think the guy said that he thought that L.A. Knight would be facing Logan Paul at WrestleMania. You disagreed, right? Uh, no, I actually what what Coach was getting at was where he he just said belt. Now I should have probably specified what I meant maybe, but I guess it stays the same. Uh, I I I don't see L.A. Knight winning the world title anytime soon. Was really what I was talking about there. But do I see L.A. Knight getting a shot and taking the belt from Logan Paul? I think that could happen at WrestleMania. I think that could happen. I think he's got a shot at that. Do you think L.A. Knight's lost a little of his shine since that Roman Reigns match? No, I don't think so because, look, I think you do the same thing. I judge by what the fans say, and L.A. Knight is still getting a huge pop. I still think he's massively over, um, and that's why I do think if they're wise, they'll, they'll put the U.S. title on him at WrestleMania. Eventually, Paul can take it back if he feels like it. But I think that a guy like Logan Paul could be heading towards a world title. <laughs> that could be several years from now, maybe not. But I think that that'll be a move that would really send the Internet into a meltdown. Wow. All right, Men's Royal Rumble. Confirmed participants. Cody Rhodes, CM Punk, Shinsuke Nakamura, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, Gunther, Chad Gable, Otis, Tazawa, Kofi Kingston, Damian Priest. Of that list of confirmed wrestlers, every one of a, a few, more than half, I think, have a viable opportunity in a storyline to win this Rumble. Um, what do you think, Jimmy? Who's winning the Rumble, and what are some of the surprises mm. of the men's Rumble? I don't think that there's... I can't think of anybody, unless it comes completely out of left field on the guy's side, that would be a surprise. I can't. Um, I just don't see it. I it, it could be... God, if they bring Goldberg out, who cares at this point? You know? I mean, Undertaker ain't going to make a surprise appearance in the Rumble. Are they going to put Shane McMahon in there? I tried to take it over, but I'm back! I, <laughs> I don't know. How about Lesnar? I, I, is that really a surprise at this point? I don't feel like it would be. How about the Rock? I don't feel that way. Well, that's what I think is... I, look, logically, The Rock said, should I sit at the head of the table? Roman Reigns laughed it off. We both feel right this time, Mike, that this is it. This is going to be Rock versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, right? Well, there's only one way that The Rock can do that if Roman Reigns doesn't agree to face him and that's win the royal rumble so logically that's what should happen unless that's, here's a question it, to you and do you think they'll do this and i hope they don't 
Yeah. <clears throat> what? You can get that match if you take the title from Roman at the Royal Rumble. You really want the match to not be for the title? I don't. I don't I see want the sense. I don't. Let me put it this way. I don't see the sense of Roman Reigns losing and being pinned for the first time in a, in a one-on-one match in, what, half a decade well, almost? No, well, it's a, a, a three-way. It's a, three, a four-way, I'm sorry. So there's a chance that someone else gets pinned and Roman just loses his belt because... You know, I, I, I would really consider that. No, I understand the rules of that, but I guess what I'm getting at is is I would really consider that a terrible backdoor, sliding out the back door, cowardly, lame way to take the belt off one of the greatest runs we've seen in our lifetime. And we've been watching wrestling for 50 freaking years, in my case. Okay, that is not how you take the title off of him. You did not have him hold the belt all these years, making you think this is the time he loses it and somehow he would always win, creating and crafting a perfect villain character for himself, having the wise man, having it all click, and having this amazing run. This is how he loses the belt? Uh Uh-uh. You keep the belt on him and have The Rock do what Hogan did for The Rock all those years ago and make The Rock shine even brighter. In this case, it's Rock's turn to make Roman Reigns shine even brighter, the head of the table. So your prediction, Rock comes out, wins the Rumble? Logically, that's what should happen. Unless you want to pull the old... Unless you want to pull the old Rhodes and Punk fall out at the same exact time. Uh-oh, what do we got here? You know, I mean. Well, you know, if you remember way what are we back doing? in an earlier show last year, you and I discussed the fact of the possibility of Roman defending against The Rock in night one and then defending against Cody mm-hmm. in night two. I kind of believe that The Rock does win the Rumble and Cody wins the Elimination Chamber and Roman is forced to wrestle both nights, giving Roman the excuse to losing the belt to Cody for a later-on battle down the road because he doesn't lose that shine because he had to wrestle twice in a weekend. Interesting. I'm not... I, Dude, if they did something like that, it would be so unheard of and so out of left field... And I would like to see them do weird stuff like that because uh, that, that, that's a pretty uh, wild theory. I hope that wasn't from an insider, though. But as long as it came from you, you know, uh, that would be pretty – that would be – that would be great. Where did you get that one from? I mean, did you wake up in the middle of the night because you ate too many cookies? Dude, I, you know what? I'm, this little brain of mine is thinking too much wrestling lately, coming up with these friggin' hell-born – because I'm thinking right. to myself, if The right. Rock wins the Rumble – what happens to mm-hmm. Cody and CM Punk? Right, right. That also bothers me, too. But and What happens to Drew McIntyre? What happens to Damian Priest? Well, I mean, it seems, to, it seems to me that Punk and Cody are heading towards a match at WrestleMania. So the only thing I can think of with them, how do you make everybody happy? Here's, here's how you make everybody happy as far as the guys themselves, the wrestlers themselves. The Rock wins the Royal Rumble. Yeah, sure, uh, Punk and, and Rhodes are going to be upset about this, but The Rock wins the Royal Rumble, fights Reigns on night two, whatever, okay? That's the main event that we all want, and that's the main event we should see. 
The end. Okay, so now you got the other two, because those are the two that everyone's going to scream about. They're the Florida State University eliminated dudes of something that they feel that they should be involved in. So what I think should happen during the Royal Rumble is this Punk and Rhodes seem to be the last two guys in the ring, right? And they start brawling and fighting with each other, and somehow here comes The Rock, and they get distracted, and then they start fighting each other some more, and The Rock just tosses both of them, and the two of them are staring at each other outside the room, like, you effing asshole, blah, 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 blah. And then somehow you got to intertwine it with Rollins. they got to get a main event title shot. So this way, to me, everybody gets a title shot that's supposed to get a title shot. Why can't night one be Seth Rollins in a triple threat match versus CM Punk and Cody Rhodes? Rhodes doesn't like Punk. Rollins hates Punk. Rollins hates... It's perfect. Just let everybody get their shine and the winners be the winners. Well done. Now, who would be the winner? Who would be the winner? Rollins, uh, Punk, and Rhodes in a triple threat. I think it threat. depends who on Rollins' health. Who deserves and, that? And yeah. What about Gunther? What about Gunther? That's where I want to see Brock Lesnar, don't you? Oh, that totally want to see that. I didn't even understand why they had him face-to-face -face with Seth Rollins at Raw. Like, I wasn't even getting that at all. I think I was talking to Coach earlier of the, from ESPN. I was talking to Coach earlier, and he th he seems to think that we're going to get a, uh, a Rollins-Gunther uh, match. I mean, uh, and I can't really argue with that because I thought to myself, well, what was the point, just like you just said, of having those two? What was the point? What, IC Th champion against down world the road champion somewhere. title versus title? That sounds like a main event on, on one of the nights, doesn't it? Don't you love that this year? Isn't, that, isn't this it's great? It's crazy. What does this you say don't know about what's going to happen. What does this say? What does that say about the product? But here's the problem, Jimmy. That's fantastic. As fantastic yeah. as it could be, they could destroy it if it doesn't yeah. come out right. If they make a mistake and do something stupid yeah. and let someone yeah. win, like, Good. you're right. This is it. Roman against The Rock has to happen. Yeah. Forget about Cody Rhodes. Happen. Forget about everybody right. else. That right. match must happen. Right. And, and, it, and if you take the belt off Reigns before that, you are removing some of that match's luster. Absolutely. You can't do that. Because you can't, can't, be, the, you can't be the head of the table unless you have the universal title. Of course, this head of the table thing stretches across the universe. Absolutely. It would be so ridiculous to take the belt off him. And Rollins, if Rollins has nothing to lose here, I really think they should go with the triple threat match. Rollins, Punk, and Rhodes. First of all, could you imagine how great that match would be? Let's be nerdy for a second. That match would be unbelievable. Mm. It'd be great. If right. Rollins loses the belt, he loses nothing. He is forever embedded. You know what? You've given, you've paid Rollins the highest compliment. You've said he's the golden boy, man. He's the Shawn Michaels in the locker room to these guys. Absolutely. And he is. He has been for a long time. He's the workhorse. He's got the flair. He's got the personality. He's, he's, he's great. He's a, Derek, he he's a Derek Jeter of the WWE. He bleeds the WWE colors, man. Yep. He's loyal to them to the end. Yep. And that I always yep. respected. And I'll tell you, he, he is, and I'll tell you something else, too, and, and you may be surprised at this. If it comes down to that match, if they do pull the trigger for this match, I guarantee you that Rollins, number one, won't have a problem losing the belt that night. He won't. Number two, and here's the surprising part, but I don't think it is, CM Punk would gladly put over Cody Rhodes 
in the main event because he got his main event at WrestleMania and Cody needs to finish his story. And if they, I can see all three of them cooperating despite Rollins' real life differences with Punk, despite Punk's controversial ways. I could see this happening because they all love Cody. And Cody does have great respect for Punk and vice versa in real life. And Rollins does have respect for Punk and vice versa, whether they like each other or Dude, not. See CM Punk is really laughing all the way to the bank. Match. The guy doesn't even wrestle anymore. Yes, in he AEW, is. he's wrestling all the time. Yeah. Now he doesn't wrestle yeah, and he just he walks was. out, does a couple of mic work, goes home. All right, let's get to the Why women's part, Jimmy. That, Confirmed yeah, entrance. Yeah. Bailey, Nia, mm -hmm. Becky Lynch, mm -hmm. Bianca. Maxine Dupree. Let me ask you about Maxine Dupree. Yeah. Does she what have about the most Maxine beautiful Dupree? breasts in the history of breasts? I'm sorry. Oh, hold dude. on, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta move this picture of me out of the way to take a look. What do we got here? The most beautiful. What did you just call her? The most beautiful breast of breasts in the world. I mean, every time well, she's on Raw, I just sit there and stare at them. I'm like, my God, they're just. They're perfect. They're not overly big. They're not too small. They're perfectly round. What is this, a bowl of porridge? This one was just right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. What the hell is, <laughs> what is going on They're here? just right. right. <laughs> Take it easy there, Goldilocks. Oh, my God. Uh, you, want, you, want a, you want me to have a tomahawk thrown at me? I'm not answering that. Get out of here. <laughs> Seriously, you. come on. you got to answer that question. Why does it have to be a tomahawk? They're lovely. They're lovely, okay? Do you feel better now? <laughs> Why does it have to be a tomahawk, dude? <laughs> dude, I'm in Wahoo Saloon. What are you what are you missing here? What, what are you what are you missing here? What do you think? It's it's safe to make observations on breasts? What's wrong with you? I'm sorry. Get out of here. You know, mine are lovely, by the way. Lovely. By the way, they yeah. I I did see you put on a little extra on the, the breast this is on your side. You must be eating well, yeah. my friend. Yeah, I am eating well. My, oh, my. I, I got to admit it, you know. Oh, one of my friends just chimed in. He's a wrestling expert. I asked him a bunch of questions this week, and his answer was the same for every one of them. Ric Flair. He's a genius, Mike. Genius. He's, genius. He's a, wrestling, he's a wrestling genius. Shout out to Houston Mike. What's up there, buddy? But, uh, yeah, oh, the, the food the food has been fantastic here. And you know what? When you go out to eat, it's cheaper than New York, mm. and the gas is cheaper, too. Mm. And the cigarettes. But that's a whole other story. Yeah. <laughs> Winner of the Women's Rumble, my friend. Is Bailey going to get her finally get what she deserves? What? Can I ask you a question? What is with this sudden surge that Bailey should win the Royal Rumble? Where did that come from? Is that I the internet? Know. I'm going with Jade Cargill. Mm. I don't even know why people forgot Jade Cargill's in on the roster. She's she's winning the Rumble, and it only makes sense for her to win the Rumble. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that she's the one. I mean, if it's not her, I I really think it really should be her. I It would be the freshest thing, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be an, uh, an amazing matchup? But what happens, though? I mean, does she, does she go after? Who does she go after? Who's she picking, Mike? For me, all right, so I mean, you again, Bianca Belair, I love, but um, Rhea against Jade, ooh boy, right, that could be right, forget about it, bro. right, yeah. But here's the here's the problem though is is Rhea ready to look? Rhea is really, really, it's dominating and establishing herself. Do you really want her to 
lose the belt? Shouldn't she kind of do a Roman Reigns for a little while? Why do we always have to lose the belt? Why can't we have a double countout? Like, why can't they wrestle to a double countout? At WrestleMania? Yeah. At WrestleMania. You want, you want to see a meltdown? Do you realize what that will do? <laughs> People will go ballistic. Oh, my God. There was no winner. How can you have a double countout at WrestleMania? Hey, I'm not against it, but I can see people. Hasn't there been out. great boxing matches where two boxers had a draw? Trying to think. I'm trying to think. Has there been a draw in boxing that was like, you know, Ali Frazier? Not that Ali I remember, Frazier but yeah. I, I'm sure there were plenty, but I don't know, man. To me, it's like, you're right. Know. You can't take the belt off of Rhea. And, uh, you know, the right. EO Sky thing, when is that over? Like, get that over with already. I'm done with EO Sky already. You know something? I guess that's where the Bailey stuff is coming from. Silly me. But it does make sense because Bailey is starting to become sympathetic. Am I missing something here? Because I don't think I am. Uh, she's becoming kind of sympathetic, and, and I can see that whole group turning on her. There's been hintage at it, hasn't there? So maybe if Bailey wins the Rumble, she decides, screw this, I choose you, EO. And, boy, I would love to see Bailey take the belt from EO. So that's a good – I could deal with that. What do you think? I think that would be good. That's not bad. Listen, there's so many great matches you really can't miss, but they can blow it if they don't do it exactly right. All right, man, the right. main event. Right. We spoke yeah. about Roman already. Is there any chance that Roman Reigns loses this universal title? No. Nope. Nope. Not if you're sane about things and you know what the hell you've been doing for the last bunch of years with Roman Reigns. Absolutely not. No way. Because I was thinking about the other guys that are in the match. Should any of them be holding the belt currently? No. No. They're, they're all this. great hands. We opened they're up all great with Hogan. hands. It'll be a great it, match. But... We opened up with Hogan in Tampa, right, I, on the mm -hmm. beginning of the show. It yeah. is in Tampa. Does Roman give Hogan yeah. a beatdown during Royal Rumble? You know, Hogan did say he he might have one more left in him, didn't he? Yeah, he did say that. <laughs> you saw that, right? Is I that did. why you're asking me this? Well, I'm <laughs> I'm actually cool. wondering. Like, people are joking that he's going to go in the Rumble. I'm not saying that. But I believe that Hogan is going to get a beat down at the Royal Rumble and someone's going to come out and save him, whether it be The Rock, Cody what Rhodes. Makes you, what, makes you, what makes you think that? Please tell me what makes you think that because you're getting me excited for no reason at all. I kind of, because it's what? Tampa, you're safe, right? right? There's a lot of Hogan haters uh -huh. nowadays. But in Tampa, sure. he's a god, right? Yes. He comes out. Yes. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Roman just gives him a beatdown. You're safe that Let people me... aren't going to root for Roman. They're going to be like, you know, angry that he's beating up the great Hulk Hogan. You know. I would if, look if Hogan is going to take any bumps at all. If he's really going to decide, you know what? They said it's okay. I'm going to let somebody lay their hands on me. I I think Hogan will go. Put me in the Rumble. Put me in the Rumble. And uh, I get tossed out, but let me get a few shots in. Let me do my little spiel before I get tossed out. I think it would be pretty damn amazing. No, personally. it would be, but the dude barely could walk. So I just, like, that would be well, the ultimate. Well, if that's the case, see, that's, if that's the case, then he's not coming back to do anything. And we're probably just, Why? you know, If, if, if Roman just punches him know? in the face or humiliates him, you know, in front of the home what crowd. Oh, okay. So what would be the circumstances, though? Hogan walks out before Roman starts his match? I mean, how do you have Roman and Hogan face-to-face? -face? 
I don't know, man. I know. I don't know. That that's a good point. Like I don't know how to piece right. that together. You know. See, I, I I would I would rather say that if if in some miracle thing, Hogan wants to do a one-off, and I would put him in the Rumble. I'd be like, oh, go for it, Hulkster. Your musical hit. The crowd will go batshit. They will. Right. You know. You come out. Make sure you wear a T-shirt. Don't do a Ric Flair. We'll make you look biker good. Look like Biker Hogan or whatever the hell. Come out, do your do your thing, get eliminated. But first, of course, you do your one, two, three, you to somebody, and get eliminated and get a standing ovation as you leave. I I, I think that that would be great if you're going to do it at all. Do it that way, you know. Well, Jimmy, um, you know we'll discuss it right after the rumble's over. Hopefully, we get what we want. Yep. I'm glad. Um, you're back. Your internet connection's excellent. Um, Thank you, sir. You want to do this Appreciate again next it. week? Glad to, be, glad, glad to be back. It's good to be back. Sure, why not? Why not? Why not? How, how yeah. about this? Appease me before we go off. Appease Abe, me. can you bring up that Missy video? And you and me, Jimmy, let's dance our way out of this show to Missy Beefcake <laughs> singing Hulk Hogan. This is the what do you greatest, think? It's the greatest Greatest video ever. Let's, Let's dance, do it, brother. Let's go. Well, the shit's coming down. It's gonna hurt inside. Six foot two hair extensions are tied. Why'd you hurt my man? Cause I hurt your pride? You broke bro code, so don't try and hide. Thank you for joining Long Island's number one pro wrestler broadcast. We'll see you next Thursday. Love you all. Love you, Jimmy. Later, brother.